0: Hello everyone you guys it's been a minute. Okay so much has happened since the last time that I was able to record a podcast. I went on two cruises and I came home not the same way that I left my house. So yeah I need to get started. We are going to be talking about the MSC Seashore which was my very first MSC cruise and let's get ready for a really honest review of MSC Cruise Lines. Are you guys ready for this? All right, let's go. My name is Susie, I'm a cruise addict and travel agent. And today is the review of MSC on the MSC seashore. So what is MSC Cruise Lines? Because a lot of people actually haven't heard of MSC before and they are an Italian cruise line. As a matter of fact, they are the biggest ship company owners. They have a lot of shipping containers and they have tons of ships on order. So they're trying to come to the American market. They're an Italian cruise line that does a lot of European sailings. Not that long ago, they started to come out here to the United States and have a sailing from Miami and um, New York. I think eventually they're going to be up there soon. And I wanted to give it a try because I don't sell a lot of it. I don't have a lot of interest in it. But I feel like as a travel agent, it's my job to test out different ships and different lines that I've never done. And I had future cruise credit that was going to expire because I had to cancel a cruise last year. My husband has also been wanting to give MSC a try. And I'm like, okay, we needed something to do this summer. And I went ahead and booked it. I got a really good deal. Um, They, I think for, there was only three of us that went from my family. It was our oldest son, who is 16, my husband and I, and I think we paid, I'm going to be coughing and I'm going to tell you guys in another episode, what is going on with me? Um, So my, (coughs) my apologies, because. It's going to be a lot of editing to come to edit out that cough. But anyways, I think we paid about $2,100 for a balcony, which is a really good deal for a seven-night cruise. So one thing that people love about MSC, you know, is the prices on these cruises. I mean, they're not that expensive, right? Our pre-cruise stays in Miami. As you guys know, I live in California. We never fly the same day of our cruise, especially right now. Air is super duper tricky and... I know better than to fly the same day. Probably would miss the ship anyways, right? So we flew out the night before. We stayed at a courtyard in Miami and we boarded the ship the next morning. I want to say we got there around 1130. There was a lot of people at the port, a lot of lines outside. Um, I noticed a lot of quinceañeras. So there's like a travel agency that books a lot of quinceañeras which is like a rite of passage when you're 15 in hispanic culture so there was a lot of people wearing like the same kind of group shirt um girls like 15 year olds with their big you know dresses in the in the um, in bags like they celebrate i guess the quinceañera on the ship which i think is pretty cool and yeah i mean it was just very hot it was crowded and it took us about i would say an hour to get on the ship once on the ship of course, we hadn't had breakfast, so we were hungry. What's the first thing you do on any cruise is that you go to the buffet and grab something to eat. I immediately was overwhelmed. I mean, there was a lot of people on this cruise. <laughs> it took us, gosh, like forever to get an elevator. This ship is a large ship. It is not a small ship. And we had embarked, I want to say maybe it was like deck four and the buffet was like deck 16 or 17 that's a lot of stairs to go up so the elevator is those <coughs> smart elevators um the last time I've experienced those smart elevators was on the carnival mardi gras where like you press the floor that you want to go to and then that's the elevator that you get to board get on but the way those elevators are designed now I may be wrong in what I'm saying, but what I remember from last year is that you're supposed to press it, the amount of people that are there. So if there's four of you, you're supposed to press the button four times. Again, I may be totally wrong. And if I am, please let me know in the comments of this podcast. But so, you know, they're packed and we still (coughs) haven't figured out the layout of. (coughs) All right, you guys, I'm recovering from COVID. All right, but I'm going to save that for my next episode because... I did get COVID on this cruise, but anyways, that, that's a whole nother, I, I promise you, I'm going to share all the juicy details, but I'm recovering from COVID and this cough will not go away. So bear with me. So the elevators were packed <coughs> and then it took us later, like two days later to figure out, oh, there's another bank of elevators. So if here's a pro tip. If you're going on the MSC shore <coughs> to really find the other bank of elevators, because they might be less crowded. So we make it up to the buffet. We didn't realize to I I really did very little research of the ship prior to going on the ship. I generally try to find like a YouTube video of a cruise vlogger, content creator, or whatever that has been on the cruise before so I can get a a good idea of the layout of the ship. And I did not because of timing reasons. It's kind of was a last minute booking. And the buffet was packed and I didn't realize how long it was so several of the stations repeat but it's a relatively long buffet and honestly we just grabbed whatever like I think I grabbed a burger Um, my husband grabbed pizza pasta and I just wanted to eat (laughs) I wanted to get out of the buffet so it was fine nothing to brag about the pizza was okay that very first day And then like normal you know the rooms (coughs) the rooms were not open yet so we um had to walk around and explore the ship right like that's what people do and you walk around take pictures and videos trying to get a feel of the ship because honestly in my 20 years of cruising i've found that i usually don't get like figure out the ship layout on a new ship that i've never been on until like the third day by the third day, I'm like, ah, okay, I'm going forward or I'm going towards the back or where is what? And it took me a long time on this cruise to figure that out. I don't know why there was no fish on the carpet like Norwegian has fish that swim towards the front of the ship. So it kind of helps us like figure out where we're at. Yeah, it just took me a long time to figure out the layout of the ship. I have to mention something because I Take a lot of pride in being honest. While I know that our opinions are very subjective, I also know that it's it's I, I don't want to report something that is false just for you know to make others happy and for sales. Like I'm I don't do that. If something is not a great product or it's not my expectations, I will share them with you. And I'll also share the positive. I think there's no perfect cruise. There's no perfect cruise line. Do I prefer one over the other absolutely? Like just like everyone else, one thing that I noticed right away <coughs> the minute that we got on the ship was people approaching us wanting to us to buy the beverage package, buy the dining package n- several times. I mean, in in the minute that we were sitting down, we got approached immediately. And of course, we weren't planning on buying the beverage package, but one thing I liked about the beverage package is that it included bottled water. Our son, it's a big bottled water drinker, and I don't remember there being bottled water to purchase before a cruise. Again, confession, I did very poor, like very little planning, poor planning on my part um, before this cruise. I was busy with bookings and managing my business and... Anyways, what sold us was our son drinks lots of water. I'm not a big alcohol drinker, but my husband is. I like a soda. Like every day at dinner, I wanted my Diet Coke. (coughs) And so we bought it. We bought, and they have different ones you can choose from. I think we got the easy package or whatever it's called. But after that, they kept on coming back. (laughs) Like a different guy would come back and try. I just felt like, okay, this is normal on many cruises. This happens on the first day, right? Well, it wasn't just on the first day, you guys. It was like all the way to like day five. I feel like they were still trying to push the sales. Uh, First day, maybe even second day, okay. But like, still like by the fifth, do you wanna buy? No, we already have the dining package. I almost wanted to get a button that says, I bought the dining package, I bought the beverage package. Cause we did buy the dining package before our cruise. That we did do. So, anyway, again, we just explored the ship because we were waiting for our room to be ready. And, again, we were in a typical average balcony stateroom. It was nice. It was – the room itself was nice, modern touches, very neutral colors. The bathroom, though, was possibly the smallest bathroom I've ever been on. The only other smallest bathroom that I've been on that could compare is on the, that Virgin Virgin Voyage, Virgin Voyages cruise that I went on in December. This shower was small. I I've been on in interiors um, staterooms that have uh, that have bigger bathrooms than this. So very 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 small bathroom. Okay, so keep that in mind if you're going down the seashore. So I have heard that if you're going to cruise with MSC, the yacht club is the way to go. I didn't have yacht club money on this cruise. <laughs> So it was, it would have been like another $5,000 to the club. And that was just not in our budget for this cruise. So I just think that you need to really understand what you're buying when you book a cruise with MSC Cruise Lines. A couple of things to note about this room. When you enter the room, it is powered by your sale card. And usually on other lines, you can use like we use our costco card and we stick it in there must have a chip reader or something because it didn't work like you actually had to put your sale card and there was like a few instances where we forgot and we would leave our room and then our sale card would be still in the socket of the power on and off the lights in the room so that was kind of different uh one cool feature that i know my son really enjoyed was there's a little charging pad on the desk which I think the more and more that these new ships are being built, because this is a new ship, they're adding some more of these like electronic friendly things like a charging pad. Some of the restaurants that we experienced on this cruise was eating in the main dining room, which is called the Manhattan room. It was fine. Honestly, nothing really to brag about. Uh, the waiters seem nice, but not as friendly as I've encountered with norwegian and royal caribbean one specialty dining restaurant that we did try was the teppanyaki and i have to say major kudos to msc because that was probably the best teppanyaki i've had at sea for a starter they usually give you like a couple pieces of shrimp right they actually give you a big piece of salmon with the shrimp that was delicious they make their own glaze like right in front of you for the shrimp for the for the salmon so I think one of my better meals on that ship was definitely at the teppanyaki restaurant and no, it is not included in your cruise fare. We did add it on as a specialty dining package. We also had dinner at the steakhouse on the ship and I, quite frankly, I don't remember the name off the top of my head right now. It was okay, it was, it was fine, it was good. And we did try some of the all-you-can-eat sushi. They had a rotating sushi bar. Yeah, it was fine, again. It was about $30 per person, and you can eat all the sushi you want. We had that for lunch. We also tried the Mexican small bites from the Mexican restaurant, also specialty dining. It was okay. <laughs> um, the, the desserts were good in the Mexican restaurant. I think we had like a tres leches cake, and we had something else that was really, really good. The buffet was okay. The omelets were really big, and you can add what you wanted, and probably one of the better omelets I've had on a ship. The pizza was good. Not as good as carnival pizza. I still think carnival pizza. Now I have not been on a princess cruise, so I've heard princess pizza is the best, but I have have yet to try. So for me, in terms of pizza, carnival is just the best. Our first port on this cruise was Ocho Rios, Jamaica. We booked an excursion to learn how to cook Jamaican jerk chicken and also check out some of the nature. It is so beautiful there. We get off the ship and we're greeted by Daniel, who works for Dolphin Cove. Uh, and they are one of the uh, tour operators there in Ocho Rios. He took a, took us to, we board a bus and took us to a place called Yaman Adventures. So they collaborate together, they work together. And it's this really big Plantation. It used to be a plantation where now they have different activities that you can do there. Like they have the Jamaican jerk chicken class. They have uh, the ATVs and the Blue Hole that we went to. I'll talk about it in a second. So when we got there, we kind of waited around for a little bit. Went to an Avery Bird Sanctuary um, and then we boarded a Jitney that drove us around the plantation. All throughout the plantation there are trees. Those trees, I guess, are like sponsored trees and they vary by person. So there were celebrity trees and politician trees and they have like the sign for each person that planted that tree. Uh, the oldest tree planted there uh, was by Wis- Winston Churchill. So that was kind of cool and it was right in front of a plantation home and that's where we took the Jamaican Jerk Chicken class it was okay. Um, I wish I've done a cooking class before with Tabasco. Uh, yes, the sauce, the hot sauce company in Cozumel, Me- Mexico. I liked that one better because it was more interactive. Um, I think there's potential for this, but it was, it was good. I'm not a big fan either of Jamaican jerk, jerk chicken. Um, they had this little bread though called festival. Oh my gosh, it was so good. So we learned how to cook Jamaican jerk chicken. We kind of just rolled the festival. We didn't really learn how to make it. Um, She made white rice with like some coconut sauce and uh, collard greens. And then after that, we took the jitney back to uh, the very entrance of Yaman Adventures. And we... Then I got ready, got our bathing suit attire on, and we went to the Blue Hole. So we kind of had a little bit of a VIP experience, and the Blue Hole was fantastic, probably the highlight of my cruise. It was beautiful. It was gorgeous. It was surrounded by a waterfall, just green nature, refreshing cold water. It was just fantastic. So we took a dip there for a while, and then we headed back on the cruise ship. One thing I did love, of course, about Ocho Rios was that there's a Starbucks in port and literally it's like right there when you get off the ship, like walking distance and there's a Starbucks. So, of course, you know, I had to go get a drink and get my Starbucks mug. Our next port of call was Grand Cayman. I have only been to Grand Cayman once before and it was a long time ago and we did not get to do anything the last time I was there. Grand Cayman is known for swimming with stingrays. So, of course, what do you think we did? We swam with stingrays. We booked this excursion through MSC Cruise Lines and we boarded a, well, it was a tender port. So we first got on the the tender that took us to uh, the port. From there, we jumped on a bus and then we got on one of the tour operator's boats that took us out to about a 30-minute ride out to a sandbar once we were there there was like a group of other boats there there was quite a bit of people and everyone was assembled like in circles with their tour operator the tour operator was the one sharing about the stingrays and you can see them swimming all around you there was tons of them so it was definitely experience i actually liked it quite a bit um beautiful water though it was really really pretty i i think i would do it again (laughs) Our next port was Cozumel, Mexico. Again, I've been there so many times. The boys wanted to go ride at ATVs. Um, so my husband actually booked this one through Viator. Again, um, these are resources that I have as a travel advisor. And he looked at ratings and he booked a trip through one of the tour operating companies there in Cozumel. I'd heard of them, but it's not one that I work with directly. He had an amazing experience, Um, and then I met up with them after, because I I didn't go with them, at one of the beach clubs out there. Um, That wasn't the best experience. I really don't want to mention the name of this facility, um, but their food was not the best. I got there, and quite frankly, I was ignored until my husband got there. And then they were like, oh, can we get you something? And I'm like, I've been sitting here for 20 minutes, and now you want to help me because my husband's here? They couldn't find. We had a reservation with my ticket that was paid. They couldn't find that. I got the wrong wristband. They're like, "Oh, you have the all-you-can-drink." I'm like, "I don't even drink one. Why would I buy an all-you-can-drink wrist?" And it was just, it was just a mess. So no, I would not book any of my clients to go to this particular place. Um, and I will only mention it if uh, my clients ask about it. So after that, we just went back to the ship and um, that kind of wrapped up our day, which was kind of cool, though. at Before we got on the ship, there was like a school of stingrays, uh, not stingrays, eels like around the dock and I'd never seen that before. So that was kind of cool. And then I also enjoyed, I always like it when the cruise lines have their staff like with music, like they bring out the speakers on the pier and they're like dancing and stuff. I love that. Our last port of call was Ocean Key Marine Reserve, which is their private island. This is a relatively new island in the Bahamas. And we didn't get off the ship. We were there for quite a bit, like a long day there. And we didn't get off until like one-ish. We did miss, there's supposed to be like a really good like island type barbecue on the island, which is included in your cruise fare. We missed it. Because uh, we got up too late that day, but I've heard it's good. Uh, they have plantains and ribs and corn on the cob. But right off the ship, <coughs> there is a beach. And on that beach, um, we swam for a while, which was really cool. And then, like, after swimming in the beach for a little bit, which is right by the light tower we, they wanted to go explore the island. So we walked around and then we ended up at a lagoon and the lagoon had really calm water. It was really nice. And we're like, Ooh, we have to go try this out. So the minute we get in, um, my husband sees like a big piece of seaweed, put that in quotes. And he, he's like going to grab it. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, no. I'm like, don't touch that. That's a jellyfish. And he's like, it's not. A jelly-. I'm like, and we had a GoPro. I'm like, put the GoPro in the water and we can see it's a jellyfish. And he's like, I think he just stung me. So he got stung by that jellyfish. Nothing serious. And then I felt like little stings here and there. And I think there was like a bunch of jellyfish in that lagoon. So the minute we saw the jellyfish, we we're like, okay, we're done. We're done. I literally was like, okay, I'm ready to go back to the ship. I hate jellyfish. They scare the bejesus out of me. So just to, to summarize my experience with MSC the highlights I would say definitely was a pretty ship it kind of gives me like a Vegas feel like lots of chrome and black and like dark kind of colors Uh, the staircase is beautiful the bridge of size which is like a bridge that kind of hangs over the back of the ship and you can see the aft pool like all of that is really really pretty I love the New York theme. A lot of the rooms um, were named after things in New York and really kind of nicely decorated. Um, The teppanyaki was fantastic. The pizza was good. Ocean Keys still in development. I think they it's going to have a lot of potential. They do need to figure out a way to get rid of the jellyfish, though. I know they can't. I'm just saying aside from that, I don't know if I have anything else to say as a highlight. So, I'm going to talk now. I know you guys have been waiting for this. So, two things. One of them is what did I not like? I'm going to be completely honest. I thought the service was one of the worst I've had in my 20 years of cruising. The the crew just seemed not happy. And I think for different reasons the crew did not seem that happy. The show was the shows were not. The shows were not great. They were interesting. I felt like I had to be on like a psychedelic psychedelic drug to watch those shows. I just didn't get it. I didn't get the theme. I didn't get the story. Um, not that there was not that they're not talented. The people on the ship, the performers. I just think the whole direction of the show was what I was a little confused and yeah I just felt like the crew was not the friendliest crew I've encountered and I don't mean just one person I I mean like overall we traveled with friends and they felt the exact same way I had friends go on that cruise a week later they felt the exact same way they're like we'll never go back on the ship ever again they've been on other MSC cruises Uh, they loved the Maravilia I've I've heard great things about the Divina but I have not been on those ships so I can't really share to that but I don't know I just felt like they were put off. I I just did not get those warm and fuzzy feelings that I usually get from from crew on other ships. But it also maybe has to do, too, with the population of people that are on the ship. You have a lot of people from other countries that just speak differently to people where it can sound demanding. And I just feel like (laughs) the demeanor overall of some of the people that were on the ship from other countries might have something to do with it. I don't know. I'm not too sure. Or is it a management issue? I have no idea. And to answer your question that you're probably thinking, Susie, will you go on another MSC cruise? I don't think so. I don't think it was for me. Again, I did not like the nickel and diming. Uh, The food was okay. Service was not the best. Uh, And yeah, I mean, overall, like, we had our moments. I enjoyed our days in ports. Uh, The ship, again, is beautiful. But I will not be sailing with MSC again unless and and I you know when people book it I will just tell them my experience if they ask and if not uh, that people might be really loyal to that product the pricing is really good so it's it's a good price if you want a quick getaway type deal but maybe MSC cruises from overseas are different than the ones here in America that's what I've heard too I've heard that the MSC cruises from Europe are completely different than they are here I don't know. Maybe they just haven't figured out the American market either. I'm not, I honestly, I'm not too sure. But I ended up getting COVID on this cruise and it's not the the cruise ship's fault. It's not anyone's fault. It's just, you know, I didn't know I had it until a couple days later. But I'm going to save that for another podcast because I was quarantined on a cruise ship. So my next podcast is going to talk about my experience being quarantined with Royal Caribbean. And that's an experience I'm never going to forget. And, you know, that was last month. I'm still feeling like I'm recovering from COVID. And (coughs) I will definitely share it all with you guys here on my podcast. And I've missed coming on here. I've just, you know, I came back sick. I was sick for a while. And I'm just trying to get caught up with my work and finding quiet time to record when the kids are not home. I have some really amazing guest speakers coming up. So, yeah, I mean, please leave me comments. Send me an email, Susie at countdowntravels.com. Please leave me a review. Follow me on Instagram, cruise, yes, please. I'm also on TikTok as Cruising Susie. I have some amazing trips coming up, you guys. I'm going to Europe with Virgin Voyages in October. I will be sailing on the beautiful Norwegian Prima in November. And <coughs> I will also be going to Texas uh, on the Allure of the Seas. And a few other ones that I'm, I'm not really going to mention now, but I'll talk about them later. And so, yeah, I have tons of cruising coming up for the second half of the year. And I'm still glad I experienced MSC. I'm still glad that I can share with people what my experience was like. Not that it would be like that for everyone else, but um, I definitely learned a lot. And that's my goal as a travel advisor is to learn these things and to be able to share this input with you guys. So please let me know if you have any questions about MSC Cruise Lines and um, I will hopefully record my next podcast in about a week so that you guys can hear all about what it was like to be quarantined on the cruise ship with COVID. Until then, I will see you guys soon and thanks again for listening in on this one.